At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The final hour of VEASAN's Live Bet Sunday, presented by BetMGM, starts right now as we wind down Week 17 of the National Football League with the help of Danny Burke from Chicago, Jeff Parles from the South Point in Las Vegas, and here at the Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Ben Wilson. Big thanks to Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass, and everybody else helping out behind the scenes. Only one game, though, is going to actually come down to the wire in a close finish, and it's a game... In between Jeff and myself at Allegiant Stadium in Las mm-hmm. Vegas, where the San Francisco 49ers have finally found some life on the offensive side. They've had life all day, but at least taking a lead here. Touchdown on a five-play, 75-yard touchdown drive that uh, the Niners made look pretty effortless. Jordan Mason in on this touchdown run from 14 yards out on a little uh, pitch play around the left end. 34-27, a game that has gone over every single number. And Danny, the thing we have to keep in mind as you now are looking very good with your in-game Niners plus three and a half bet line open Niners minus five and a half and was sitting San Francisco minus six or six and a half when the announcement was made on Wednesday early afternoon on the East Coast that it would be Jarrett Stidham at quarterback for Derek Carr move the number as high as 10 and that's about where we settled at close and so anybody who got ahead of the market news on San Francisco bet that game early is now covering whereas if you waited Try to chase some steam. You're uh, you're out of luck right now in a game that the Raiders have played. Uh, arguably one of their best performances all year, but right now down by seven. Jerks did him in the, in the black and silver, silver and black, getting the ball back here. Two seventeen to go in the game. Yeah, and it's still a decent amount of time, right? You got the two-minute warning. I'm not sure the timeout situation for Las Vegas, but here we go again with some kind of circus show that is bound to ensue in this game with Las Vegas. But the difference here is uh, you don't have the clutchless Derek Carr at quarterbacks. So maybe Stidham can actually create some magic. Naturally, I'll there be rooting against it, but yeah, maybe you'll <laughs> get a little bit something different. I, I don't know if it's uh, worth the gamble there. Plus 1150, I see at one book. So uh, now realistically, the 49ers defense will probably force him into another turnover. And look, you, you saw what happened when San Francisco's backs were against the wall. And I think this is a great game for them moving forward, especially for Brock Purdy right? He needed to play in this position, a role from behind in a game where you probably, well, we know they were the big favorite, but that they should have been playing a lot better. This is great experience and good reps for him heading into the postseason where it's going to be a lot tougher. So this was the best thing to happen to San Francisco, honestly. And they have been pushed today, even in a game where Jared Stidham has been awesome. 21 to 31, 299 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. He goes over 300 yards with a completion to Matt Collins over the middle. And the other element of this, Jeff, 
with Green Bay running Minnesota out of the building. Packers now up 41-3 after an Aaron Rodgers rushing, rushing touchdown of all people. And with Seattle comfortably ahead of the New York Jets late in that game, 23-6 lead for the Seahawks. You have a potential where if San Francisco is able to hang on, two minutes to go, them and Minnesota, they flip-flop. It would be Niners mm-hmm. into the two seed, Vikings to the three. And keep in mind, San Francisco hosts Arizona next week. So you're getting David Blau at home. A win would lock up the two seed, and that would make the path for either Washington, Detroit, Seattle, or Green Bay. You would think, Jeff, all but impossible at making a run out of that seven seed position in the NFC. Well, Washington officially eliminated now with Green Bay winning, so they're done. It's, uh, yes, it's that will three. officially be made in about yeah, uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, that'll yes. be officially done when that game ends. So there's three teams for one spot, Detroit, Detroit Green Bay, Seattle uh, here in, the, in these final moments. Uh, but look, uh, look, looking looking at all this, Ben, uh, I think you're in a scenario now where, first off, Giants in Minnesota, 100% going in the window on Saturday of the playoffs that no one will watch. So that's number one. Number two, this really does make this a really good path. Assuming the Niners hold on here, this makes this a really good path for the Niners to get out of the NFC. Because, look, they would be favored on the road in a game in Minnesota. But going on the road in the playoffs, regardless of what we think of those teams, is not an easy task. So getting that Minnesota game in San Francisco, where, by the way, San Francisco will probably be a touchdown favorite in that game, you have a hard – again, Green Bay's not going to San Francisco and beating them, Ben. We've seen that too many times now. We know what happens when the they Niners play the, play the Packers in the postseason. We know what happens. But this basically, if the Niners can hold on these last two minutes just between us, they're going to be a monster favorite next week against Arizona, and they're going to be the scariest team in the NFC, especially now with Philadelphia leaking oil all over the place and just needing a win against the Giants, who probably will bench all their players next week because they can't move up or down, regardless of what happens behind them now next week. Uh, San Francisco should be the betting favorite in the NFC when the markets reopen tomorrow morning. Yeah, and I would say this, uh, Danny, as far as look-ahead lines were so fascinating this week for the Week 18 games, and I'm already seeing a lot of movement. So take... Arizona, San Francisco, for example, DraftKings and a lot of the books who offered this number, having it San Francisco minus 10 and a half, but being uncertain coming into the week, whether the Niners would have to play their guys, whether that game would really matter because had Minnesota won the game, they'd be big favorites against Chicago today. And you'd figure uh, Minnesota's probably winning that game next week. And the Niners would likely not be incentivized to play their guys the full 60 minutes. Now, if you hang on and win the game, up seven right now at the two-minute warning. Raiders ball and driving to shy midfield. That all of a sudden becomes a case where you have to play everybody to win the game and consolidate the two seed. Uh, so this could be a spot. Danny, I don't know what the, what the numbers uh, out in Illinois are showing, but at least at DraftKings nationwide, San Francisco is still minus 10 and a half. But the one book that offers this game here in Nevada has gone to 13 and a half just in the last five minutes. So that's a number that I have to think is going to continue to rise, Danny. Maybe for, for people rest of country listening or watching to us right now, that's a number you could potentially get on in the next few minutes. Obviously, you want to wait, make sure the Niners actually win the game against the Raiders, but that could be an angle heading into week 18. Yeah, and even if there wasn't that angle presented, meaning like that the 49ers were just trying very hard to get a high seed, I, you'd probably be considering laying that against this crap Cardinals team anyways. But um, yeah, it makes complete sense. And it, once it hits 14, I don't think it's certainly going to be incentivizing to want to look at San Francisco then. But um, man, yeah, I don't know. I it's tough. I, I personally don't love the idea. Just me. I don't knock anyone who's going to do that. I just don't love the idea of laying such a high spread in general in the NFL, even yeah. though a lot is on the line. I mean, you know, the most important thing in the last game of the season for San Francisco is to get out of it healthy more so than I would say absolutely getting that win to get that seating. Like they're going to go out there and try for sure. But at the end of the day, I don't know if they're going to need to dominate in that game to do so. And maybe they're oh, a tad bit complacent because they see the playoffs on the horizon. <laughs> so right. again, this is all, off, this is all no, contingent. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, this is all contingent, by the way, this conversation on San Francisco, just needing to win next week. It's contingent on them beating the Raiders and Jeff uh, Devante Adams just made maybe the catch of the year. Oh my goodness. If that uh, counts. I, I I hope it does. I'm not sure if it will, but that was absurd. That was unbelievable. That was absurd. I mean, what a catch. Uh, hey, look, I, I gotta, again, we have, we have gotten after the Raiders all year, Ben. They, they deserve credit. Even if they lose this game, 
they deserve credit for how they've played today. They have, I, I think, I the way they have played, they have played as well as you could have asked for, even if they do end up losing this game. And here's the thing: if the rate, so right now, giant fans are desperately begging for the San Francisco 49ers to hang on because if if there's the flop here and San Francisco gets the two seed, Vikings have the three seed. You'd have a re, you'd have a rematch of uh, what Jeff Parles coined the fraud bowl. Yes, in the three six game, matchup though. with the Vikings and Giants, where that's a I mean that feels as coin flippy of a game as you're going to ask for. That that was a game that closed Vikings minus three and a half in the first meeting. Vikings win on the over sixty yard field goal by Greg Joseph at the horn uh, just last week on Christmas Eve. So there's a lot more implications than just the San Francisco pieces. It's also about the teams in either the Giants in the six seed position or now the three teams that will officially be fighting for the seven seed. Once the game goes final in green Bay Packers up 41, 10 with four minutes to go uh, in, in that game right now. So that's the thing you have to consider uh, waiting on the booth review, by the way, in Las Vegas, but at least for, you know, Jeff, as, as we finish kind of the thought on the Arizona 49er look ahead game for next week, if Atlanta was just favored by six and a half with a quarterback by the name of Desmond Ritter against Arizona today, and if San Francisco actually has something to play for and people can see it right in front of them, you got to think that line gets to over 14, right? First off, Ben, uh, catch up held in between you and I. Okay. So uh, that that stands 17, 17 and a half, 18. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be, number has I to mean, jump. I, yeah. granted after what we saw today, Blau was clearly better than McSorley. So uh, look, if it's, 17 and a half, 18, probably next week with San Francisco, especially with them needing the game. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when, uh, when this is, uh, when this is all said and done uh, next week, by the way, the, uh, the jets got Mike white hurt on the last play of the game. So that's good. That's real good. And just insult the injury. Seattle still alive. 23 to six final, uh, assuming that they didn't uh, rule that a fumble. I believe I that is a, did. I think that is final. I believe that is a final. Yeah, when Ooh. we I was gonna say when we come back on the other side, we will let we will allow Jeff to have the final word on the New York Jets season as that game is and over. Not much to uh, say, the two man. games that have finished. <laughs> I well, I we want to make sure we give you your time, Jeff. Uh, the two games that yeah. have finished, Chargers 31, Rams 10, Chargers couple cover all numbers. That is a push on the closing total, though, of 41. And the game that goes under the second half total, Chargers easily cover on the second half line. While it's also over uh, the longest active drought in the NFL without making the playoffs, continues for the New York Jets. A final score in Seattle. Seahawks 23, Jets 6. That is also another second half under, only six points in the second half. Seattle covers all numbers there. Game stays under. So a nice hit for you, Danny Burke, on the in-game under 50 in that game. Those are the two finals. And we now turn our attention to Las Vegas, where an, a pass interference in the end zone has given the Raiders first and goal at the one. It's a walk-in touchdown for Josh Jacobs. Go for two. And you have to think, well, Josh McDaniels, I was going to say, Jeff, 107 to go. You got to go for two here, right? Down one. Uh, I would. Again, I, I, he probably Should. won't. He probably won't because it's a scenario where if you lose, you're officially eliminated. You got help with Seattle winning. So that knocks another team out of the mix. But uh, I, I would go for two here. But San Francisco. I mean, here's the thing. They still have they still have two timeouts left, Jeff. Even if you don't get it and you don't get the onside, Raiders could still get the ball back with a chance with about ch a chance for three plays to get into field goal range. So I think it's a it's a yeah like I, a would, I would I would decision by Josh McDaniels. Uh, we've seen that happen before, and Daniel Carlson narrowly sneaks barely. into PAT. All right, we have a lot to decipher here in Raiders and 49ers. 34 up with a minute to go when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Only two games left in the late afternoon window. We'll also have a preview of Sunday Night Football on our final hour of the show, Live Bet Sunday. 34 all between the Niners and Raiders. Raiders eliminated with a loss for postseason contention, even though their hopes are slim to none right now as a 6-9 and nine team. 49ers with a win. Leapfrog Minnesota and go to the two seed. Just needing to beat Arizona at home next week to lock up that number two spot with a week to play. And right now, Jeff Parles, first and 10. Brock Purdy in the 49ers at the Raider 45. Ooh. A near interception earlier in the drive and here an incompletion looking for Christian McCaffrey. So, about 10 yards away from comfortably being in Robbie Gold's range right now in that 34-all game here. Where do, where, where do they get to get the ball? They say Gold probably good from 57 still. Guys, probably get to the yep, 40. i say that's fair. Yeah, yeah, indoors, good track. It's probably about where it is. Again, this – so you really only need five yards. I mean, you could hypothetically send them out from uh, – from, from 62 where they are right now. Hey, look, as we all expected, the most fun game of the day was quarterback by Purdy and Stidham. But there's Ayuk again. Ayuk has been open this entire drive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, uh, for the 49ers, this really – you you find if Gold can make a kick now, you get Arizona at home next week where you might – you could very easily be a three-touchdown favorite. You're looking at a two-seed. Again, Green Bay is better than the Giants, but – uh, you're looking at a looking at a great path, all things considered, to make the Super Bowl now, especially with Philadelphia looking like they have the last few two weeks now. Yep, it, no, it's a totally fair point. And what's interesting too, because the look ahead numbers are moving as we speak. And I had said earlier, while well, a lot of the most of the books opened up, Niners ten and a half point favorites against Arizona next week. Not sure of, if that game would matter. One book in Nevada had moved it to thirteen and a half. After the Raiders scored the touchdown, Jeff, it's back down to 13. So it, the cat and mouse is fascinating from a look-ahead perspective because of how the motivation and what is at stake in Week 18 matters so much to the line. I, again, still think it, it, that might be the, the thing to get in on now. Again, again, Danny, I think there's probably some opportunities, depending on books where you're at in rest of country, being in Illinois, to potentially get a cheap number before the number explodes on San Francisco and Arizona. Uh, Purdy, oh, though, hit uh-oh. as he throws a wobbling duck, oh. and it's caught by Brandon Ayuk. What a gift oh, at lucky, the 23. Lucky, lucky. <laughs> this will allow San Francisco to run the clock all the way down. It looks like they're going to do that here and send gold out on the final kick of the game. Wow, that uh, was a gift. And in the meantime, all right, while we wait for this field goal real quick, Danny, uh, I, I now feel bad that I talked you out of the uh, betting the over second half in Vikings and Packers because Nick Mullins just led a, a an epic garbage time touchdown drive with 21 seconds left for the Vikings. We get 28 fourth quarter points to take the game over the second half total of 21 and a half. And I believe all of the scores, <laughs> they all came in the basically the final uh, three of the scores came in the final uh, nine and a half minutes of the game. So 
What a tough beat if you took second half under thinking the game would just shut down in Vikings Packers as this will end 41-17 Green Bay. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds about right. Getting those sloppy points from Minnesota. They've uh, they've done a good job <laughs> at that this season. But, yeah, if you get beat because Nick Mullins at the very end getting the touchdown, oh, man, you may need a drink afterward. But may need a drink after watching that play from Purdy, like you guys said. Most I, you, you feel like when you're on your bed a lot of times, you don't get away with those type of plays. But, I don't know, like Jeff was saying, Ayuk's been everywhere, and he has been clutch. Oh, this my goodness. That drive. He missed it. <laughs> he missed it from 41. <laughs> That's see, that's more like that. Lions and Seahawks fans rejoice. (laughs) Giants fans go, you gotta be bleeping kidding me. Uh, As this number two race is still wide open and we are going to overtime at Allegiant stadium in Las Vegas. Wow. 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 Watch me lose the plus three and a half on an opening drive touchdown from Jared Stidham. That's going to be great on a 40 Jeff, a 41 yard kick. Didn't even have a chance. That thing was, wasn't even close. Was pushed from the get go. Wow. I mean, that's indoors with a guy who was as good as gold is. Wow. That's, that's kind of stunning that that, that, that could happen. I was about to say that because hey, look, even though Purdy should have had that last one intercepted, that was an amazing play by Ayuk. Uh, we are now entering the bizarro realm. We've already been in the bizarro realm anyway, but Brock Purdy could very easily if that drive had won the game and look, he could win the game in overtime. Brock Purdy probably is the offensive rookie to your favorite heading into week 18. It, as ridiculous as that may be, I think it's still sh- too short of a runway uh, for him to win it. But Garrett Wilson did not get helped by his quarterback play today. Kenneth Walker, I think missed too many games and, and I think they really needed Seattle to make the postseason in order for Kenneth Walker to realistically win that award. Brock Purdy might do this thing as ridiculous as that is, which sets up the most fascinating offseason for a team that could very easily make the Super Bowl that will ever occur with Purdy and Lance. And obviously Garoppolo is not going to be there next year. Right. But uh, I mean, what, what a, a fascinating totally offseason that could outcome. be. Uh, by the way, as we get ready for overtime, or we're getting ready for the coin toss. Clay Martin out there. I'm seeing minus 170 on San Francisco pre coin toss, and it is one Ra- Raider ball by San, uh, yeah. So Raiders ball, San Francisco. They're Here asking what the direction Raiders they want to kick to. So to, to kill the three <laughs> oh, and a half. Boy, Jeff Danny. knows it's coming. Um, Jeff knows what's going to happen. Here. I think Stidham's throwing a pick six. He's played too well in this game, Danny. Uh, something well, bad's going to happen at some point here for Stidham. For those, I just rooting know it's not ending chaos. on a field goal. That's what it is. <laughs> You're probably right there. (laughs) Keep in mind, and it doesn't really, there's no way really to bet this from the in-game perspective, but a tie does neither team any good because the Raiders are eliminated with a tie. San Francisco stays behind Minnesota with a tie. A tie is essentially the same as a loss for both teams. So I don't know. We like Danny, we've watched Josh McDaniels uh, butcher a lot of late game slash overtime play calling situations and aggressiveness situations this year. You have to think that if both coaches know a tie does them no good, that's going to have to change the calculus as we go to overtime. Yeah, absolutely. And then again, we think a lot of things should happen. And Josh McDaniels tends to do the opposite of what the right call would be. But no, you're right. And look, the way that these teams have been moving the ball, you shouldn't have an issue with that realistically. I mean, the defensive defenses have been pretty poor. Uh, San Francisco's made some adjustments, but I mean, Devontae Adams has just been carrying this team this entire game. We talk about Ayuk. I mean, obviously, Adams' catch was incredible. So I think that's going to be what needs to happen for Vegas to win this. You're going to have to get a huge play to Adams once again, but the 49ers, if they're smart, like they typically are, will find a way to kind of prevent that from happening. They get a field goal on the first drive. So be it, but just don't give up the big play here. Minus 145 San Francisco on the money line, even with uh, Raiders, you said it, Jeff, getting the ball first uh, plus 105 right now. So again, uh, as a, for all the Packer fans out there, like myself, uh, as a Wisconsinite Packer, Lion, Seahawk, Fans, the three teams as it stands right now, all alive for the number seven seed in the NFC, rooting vociferously for the Las Vegas Raiders in overtime, while giant fans are begging the Niners to take care of business in the overtime period. Uh, so while we wait for overtime, let's do it now. Jeff, I don't want to neglect it. The final word for you on the uh, this game is gone final. Seahawks 23, Jets 6. Your final word, sir, is our, uh, our tri-state I mean, I mean it's, uh, area resident I mean, on the show on the Jets 7 and 8 season. I mean, all I can tell you is we would have you would have got a he- a lot amazing odds to say that the Packers would have been alive for a playoff spot longer than the Jets a month ago. 
So you you really would have yeah. cashed a big ticket there, Ben. I'm I the last it. one standing yeah. on this show, apparently. Well, you, in all honesty, Somehow. that's what we kind of expected going into the season anyway, that you would be the last one standing. But look, right. I, I look, I think it's I think it's pretty simple from this uh, perspective for the Jets. They were seven and four. They blow a game in Minnesota that they probably should have won. And from there, the thing snowballed out of control. And they don't the quarterback for 2023 is not on the roster. And as good as it looked there for 11 games, you can't, you, this can't happen. And it's kind of goes for the dolphins too. If they end up missing the playoffs, if you're in that good a position where it's going to end up that the jets needed to win two more and Miami needed to win one more. And they would both have been in the, would have at least had a shot to make the postseason with how this all has played out. I, it just can't happen. And teams that are not quite ready, and look, Miami is closer. There's no arguing that. But the Jets, Jets defense failed them today. They weren't ready yeah. to play, and, uh, and so on and so forth. He scores six points, nine points in the last two weeks. You're not winning anything. That's very simple. The thing totally came to a crawl in the second half. Just six combined points as the Seahawks beat the Jets 23-6. to And it is final at Lambeau. 41-17 Packers on top of the Vikings. Man, are you lucky if you're on the over today? You got uh, three garbage time touchdowns with the game at 34-3 to take that game over, uh, over comfortably. Overall numbers, 47 and a half, 48, and it also goes over that 21 and a half second half number that was set on the total there. A, also, the Packers do cover the second half. It was Vikings minus a half at halftime. Teams tie 14 all in the second half. So Raiders with the ball, second and one to start overtime. Tied at 34. That's the last game for us to monitor. We'll also get you a preview on Sunday Night Football as the Raiders season. If they win, regardless of what happens in the Pittsburgh and Baltimore game, would stay alive going into Week 18 despite being a 7-9 football team. So we'll continue to watch this overtime game as it plays out. We'll get some Sunday Night Football thoughts and also some early reaction to look-ahead lines with the playoff potential coming ahead for week 18. There's a game in Chicago. I need Danny's take on and we'll have all of that when we come back on live bet Sunday. This is live bet Sunday on v the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Well, Jeff Parles called it. Overtime possession for the Las Vegas Raiders to start the quarter. And uh, Jared Stidham, Jeff, he throws the interception. It wasn't a pick six, but a nice call by you, Jeff. I don't know if you could have turned that into any money, but you at least made the call in real time. Stidham pick leads to a short Robbie Gold field goal. Game over. Niners 34, Raiders, Niners 37, Raiders 34 in overtime. Yeah, I look uh, good. uh, Again, in the end, a good win for San Francisco because any win is a good win. Very very nice, no sweat cover. If you took the Raiders today, I mean, my goodness. Yes, it what, was. What, what, what an easy cover that ended up being. I, I look, Raiders eliminated. They, they, the decision to start Stidham over Carr basically made, made that they conceded the rest of the season anyway. But look, I, I got to give the Raiders credit for playing as well as they did in this game because we we, we bashed them all year long, and quite frankly, their coaching staff is going to be a big reason why they are not in the postseason and why either New England. Miami or Pittsburgh. Oh, God, Pittsburgh. Please lose tonight. Please lose tonight. Like, come on, to Tyler Huntley, please. <laughs> Do it for one time. Just get the Steelers out of there. Like, enough, enough. They're terrible. I don't, I don't want to think enough. But regardless uh, for this one, just uh, a big win for San Francisco, even though they, they didn't play their best. Their defense was legitimately bad today. The, the Raiders did basically whatever they wanted offensively most of the game. But uh, this is uh, this is a Niner team that, quite frankly, should be the favorite in the NFC tomorrow morning because they are the two seed. Philadelphia is leaking. We don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to be healthy enough to play in a postseason scenario. But they are the Niners should be the betting favorites in the NFC going into tomorrow, and uh, and it, it is a really really amazing turn because when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, we were all on the air, and I thought they were done. And Brock Purdy has come in and stabilized the ship and has been quite good, actually, all things considered. 
it's been amazing to watch that that general development. And now the Niners do it again. Danny, you hit a nice bet in game. Niners plus three and a half. All overs hit. Second half over, in game over, pregame over, any number you could have had. How about this though? The decision to kick. And Jeff off air, you were you were wanting San Francisco just to punch it in because after the interception by uh, Jarrett Stidham, it was first uh, like a, a first down and goal for the Niners. They had the ball at the Raider three, and that was a significant decision to take a kneel and then kick because second half, which the Niners got a lot of money for the second half, it was Niners minus six and a half. Danny, you were able to wait that out till uh, till it got, and that correlated to Niners minus three and a half of the game. So you were able to wait that out, Danny, till they flipped to underdogs, but. That ends up being a 23-17 a second half plus overtime scoreline. So San Francisco does not cover the second half. Raiders will cover first half, second half, full game, all numbers on the side. And uh, Danny, your Niner bet, a, a very well-timed play by you because while Jarrett Stidham was better than we all expected, a couple of shaky throws down the stretch, finishes 23-34 for 365, but two interceptions, both of them coming late. So now it's kind of interesting a little bit too with that narrative with Jared Stidham and how he can finish out these next two games and what the future holds for Las Vegas. I mean, the assumption is that Derek Carr is not going to be there, right? That would make sense why you don't start him in these last two games. But are they doing that with the intention of they have their guy that they want as quarterback? Or are they going to stick with Stidham? Are they going to go get someone? That's kind of a little bit of an interesting narrative to watch unfold. But um, in terms of this game specifically, yeah, it kind of came down to, like you said, right moment, right time, just capitalizing on it. Fortunate that they were able to hold on and nothing fluky happened against it in overtime. It's just a Raiders defense isn't built to come up with those necessary stops against respectable teams. They haven't been this entire year. So Brock Purdy and San Francisco were able to climb back and capitalize on that. So uh, great win for San Francisco. Great job from Brock Purdy staying calm under pressure. I think this is going to do wonders for them going into the postseason because he kind of needed this scary pressure filled game going in overtime with a guy like Purdy before stuff really starts to hit the fan. Once you go into the postseason. So good work all around. And, uh, Ben, you know what I'll say, and I wanted to add this earlier. Jeff is so adamantly against Pittsburgh being in the postseason and against them tonight <laughs> that I almost just have to, on principle, bet the Steelers this evening because we need we need the content from Jeff with the Steelers in the playoffs. It needs to happen. Now. Oh, I, I look. I, uh, I mean, Pitt. Danny, they're, I, they're I mean, not I like Pitt. Danny. I have they're, Pittsburgh uh, tonight. Danny, they're absolutely they're <laughs> absolutely winning tonight. <laughs> I mean, there's not even a doubt. I mean, they're winning some <laughs> ugly game like 13 to 10. Like, yeah. that's what's going to happen here. And then next week, I mean, look, I, I, for the for the Jets' sake, for the future of the franchise, they should lose <laughs> next week. Losing to Miami only helps them. You got a last-place schedule. Right. You got a better draft pick. It helps you in the long term to lose next week. And knowing that the Jets have looked like as bad as, as, bad as anyone the last two weeks, probably the worst team, actually, the last two weeks other than Houston – the Jets are absolutely, or excuse me, other than Tennessee, I should say, the Jets are absolutely winning next week against Miami. Coupled with the New England loss and two Pittsburgh wins, we are wasting another 2-7 game with Pittsburgh going to Kansas City or <laughs> Buffalo or Cincinnati and getting slaughtered in the first round of the playoffs. And with, look, with the updated uh, numbers now and with the playoff positioning, it's actually come pretty clear at this point because it's New England, Miami, Pittsburgh at this point, alive for the seven seed in the AFC and you have also three teams alive for the seven seed on the NFC side with Seattle as it stands right now, holding the seven seed green Bay and Detroit are also in the mix. But if green Bay beats Detroit next week, they would then hop Seattle in the tie break, regardless of if Seattle beats the Rams next week, and it would be green Bay and as a seven seed. Meanwhile, the Steelers, if look, if the bills who are big favorites against the Patriots, they're going to be over a touchdown favorite, at least as of the line right now. If, if the Bills win, if the Jets go into Miami and win, a tie or win at home against Cleveland would get Pittsburgh into the playoffs at 8-8-1. Eight, eight, that is if they win tonight. And, uh, look, as far as a teaser leg, this this was at least a few hours ago, to me, guys, the leg of the week, but tons of steam right now coming in on Pittsburgh. It is now a pick em almost everywhere. A couple of books. DraftKings on the East Coast still has Ravens minus one. A few books holding out at one in the market. But would you be surprised, Danny, if this closes pick? Uh, based on how we're trending with a total also down to either 35 or 35 and a half right now. No, definitely not. And like you said, that's how we've continuously seen it go this entire day. And I'm going to be honest, guys, this isn't a game that 
really caught my attention too much. So I'm curious both of your sides. Well, I know you kind of said you like Pittsburgh. So I, I guess I want you to sell me on Pittsburgh here because I am looking for an angle and I, I could see it with Pittsburgh, right? Just because of them needing it. I mean, Baltimore needs this game too. And Huntley's been fine, but like in your mind, Ben, I guess what, what gives Pittsburgh the slight advantage here? Is it the quarterback? Is it the coaching right now? What makes you enticed to go with the Steelers in this matchup? To me, it's the complete development that Mike Tomlin has brought with a very limited personnel group over the past five weeks. Let's just look at where Pittsburgh is at over the last five weeks. They're eighth in overall offense on an EPA per play basis. If you want to look at that same exact time frame on the defensive end for the Steelers, who now have the divisional rematch against Baltimore today, uh, they've also been top 10 on the defensive front, overall ninth on an EPA per play basis. So this is a team playing to a playoff caliber, even if Jeff Parles doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> now taking on a Baltimore Raven team with a banged up backup quarterback in there in Tyler Huntley, a Baltimore team that has been doing it on smoke and mirrors for the majority of the season, not playing at a very high level right now. Uh, Baltimore right now, last five weeks, 13th on the defensive side. Uh, but the offense has really fallen off. I, and I look at the Raven numbers recently, 18th on an overall EPA per play basis, but uh, doing it against, they've, they've kind of bolstered those numbers against bad rush defenses. So to me, in a divisional rematch, this, this lines up perfectly for a tight game. Have enough conviction to have teased Pittsburgh up to plus eight, rounding out a Carolina plus 10, Pittsburgh plus eight teaser from earlier in the week. Think Pittsburgh wins the game. It was a contest play as well. And I'd still bet them right now, even if you're at, uh, at Pickham at this point, since those numbers right around Pickham to one don't have as much value in the market. And I expect uh, Steelers to win by three, guys. Good. We'll get a team with a negative 50-point differential in the playoffs. Sounds like a fun time. Child's play with Minnesota. <laughs> Child's play with Minnesota. And they're, and they're minus 19. I mean, hey, whatever. It, it, it is what I it is. And again, and, and, Jeff's voice. And, and, and again, mm -hmm. like, again, like Tomlin, Tomlin just finds a way, guys. Like, he just does. I mean, I know people don't think he's the greatest in-game coach, but he's clearly the best coach during, one of the three best coaches in the league during the Monday through Saturday portion of the week. So, We'll see what happens. I have again. I, I I do think Pittsburgh is going to win this game. I, I really hope Baltimore finds a way. But this just feels like a a, gr a, a grinded out fiasco where where someone just turns the ball over late in the game, and I think it's going to be the forty. Or excuse me, the uh, the Steelers that force the turnover at Baltimore, and they find a way. And the next week we go with the Steelers alive, needing a Jet win over Miami and a Buffalo win over New England, which. I would be squarely in play. It would definitely be in play there. And look, since Tyler Huntley has been the starting quarterback of all the quarterbacks with the same, with at least a hundred throws this year, he grades out 30 seconds out of the 47 qualifiers in a completion percentage over expectation plus EPA per play. Not a good quarterback when he's been in there for the Baltimore Ravens. When we return, we wrap up the show. Any final thoughts on Sunday night football plus a look at some big movement already developing in the market on the week 18 lines as we wrap things up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM. To take advantage of this offer all season long, just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. As we wrap things up, big thanks to our producer, Brian Ortega, behind the glass. Sorry, Brian, for your under uh, bet in uh, Vikings and Packers. What are you going to do, man? It's, uh, well, eh, a lot of garbage time there today for one Ortega. Uh, Kevin Trask, our audio engineer, Liz Foster I'm at uh, Hicks as well, running things, our technical directors over at the South Point. Jeff Parles at South Point. Danny Burke in Chicago. All right, so looking at some of the look-ahead numbers for Week 18 already, guys, because the board is lighting up in front of me. Again, as we sit here now, San Francisco has leapfrogged Minnesota for the two seed with their dramatic overtime win over the Las Vegas Raiders. Niners, 13 or 13 and a half point favorites for next week against Arizona. We all think that number is going to climb with a San Francisco win. They seal that two seed and at least two home playoff games. Meanwhile, Danny, Minnesota, I think the market's saying and assuming here that with all the Niners having to do is winning over Arizona, market seems to think Minnesota might sit all their guys next week against your Chicago Bears, who are main a half game behind Houston for that number one pick in next year's draft. Justin Fields was not taken out of the game at all today, despite getting bruised and battered from start to finish. So what do you think about next week? Vikings are a pick them or minus one, depending on the shop right now, where the Vikings, I think the market assuming won't have much to play for as long as the Niners take care of business as a two touchdown favorite. It's kind of interesting because the way that the Vikings lost was just so bad, depleting, embarrassing, whatever you want to call it, that maybe you almost play them just so they could get some sense of a rhythm back into it and get some momentum going into the postseason. So you don't remember the last time you played, you got walloped by a familiar foe. I'm not saying that's what I would do per se. That's just kind of maybe the other side to the argument why they would play. Um, but yeah, look, realistically, the market's probably going to tell you what the legit outcome is going to be. And I don't I don't know what the Bears like I was fine with Justin Fields playing today should they have taken him out once they were getting blown out of course they should have and if you're playing him and you're not even throwing the ball trying to develop his pass game then what the heck are we doing because I was fine with them playing him because it's another game that you get reps against the team you're going to see twice a year so you could get a little bit more exposure on their defense you could get more familiarity with the guys around you you can further develop your passing game and try to do some other type of plays Look, Etsy didn't call for any of that. It was just Fields doing more and more scrambling, and that was it. And it wasn't even close to enough. So if you're playing Fields, do something different. Try to find out what he can do in the passing game. Like, why are you treating this like a normal game? Yeah. Because it's clearly not. This is a game where you can experiment and you can further develop his skill set out there. So, I, yeah, I, I really don't know what to do with this one, Ben. I. I probably just am not going to touch it. Like regardless, it's going to be an ugly, probably close game either way. Cause that's usually how the Vikings and bears always end their games at the end of the year. And one, well, keep in mind, we don't know like Jeff, this is part of it. You have to have a track record with coaches for what they do in this spot. Kevin right. O'Connell's a first year coach. What do you think he's going to do? You would think as a new wave kind of analytically driven guy, he, he figures that the writing is on the wall. He looks at the reality of the situation and sits his guys, but it's impossible to know just like we were all wrong on assuming Doug Peterson would sit his would sit his guys today in Jacksonville. It's not how it played out as the Jaguars blew out the Texans. So I'm, I'm not sure where you stand on that particular spot for Minnesota next week. Oh, Ben, I think you are going to appreciate the angle I'm about to go with here. <laughs> the schedule is not set for next week, okay? 
We will get all the times after the Sunday night game tonight in all likelihood. I'm going through this right now and trying to figure out where some of these games are being placed. I would be floored if Minnesota and Chicago is not placed earlier in the day. San Francisco and Arizona has to go late because it's a West Coast kick. If you're telling me that, and again, it's an 18-point underdog. I think it should be an 18-point underdog. I know it's not there yet with Arizona and San Francisco. But you're telling me a guy who's in the first year as his head coach, as a head coach, and quite frankly, realizing that, look, it made a difference last year in the AFC where that 2-3 game was played. It made a difference, despite what people want to say. It is, even without the bye, it is important to get that second home game guaranteed at home if you win your first game as a two-seed. I'm not convinced Minnesota's sitting there, guys. And if that game is earlier in the day where they won't know what San Francisco is doing simultaneously, yeah, that's true. Minnesota's going to play. Yeah. And they're going to play all their guys. And Chicago has found ways to lose in creative ways or during this long losing streak. I think that if that's a pick, that number's wrong. I don't care that the market hates Minnesota. They're better than Chicago is. So if that game is scheduled for 1 o'clock Eastern time and San Francisco is scheduled for 425, Minnesota is going to be a bet for me next week. Now, it's a little trickier if they're both at 425 because if San Francisco's up big, Minnesota will just pull their guys. So right. I, I, that's I, a good point. If this is a 1 o'clock kick, Minnesota is going to play normal. At least that's what I would anticipate. The point you make too is something to keep in mind. The NFL, they want as many games that have like the dueling implications to take place at the same time. Right. But they can't necessarily stack it. Like, you know, if it worked out that way, you couldn't necessarily have 12 games in the late window. Just logistically, they're only going to, like, they're not going to go more than seven uh, late games. That's how we've traditionally seen that uh, and end up shaping out where it's basically a 50 50 split between early and late. So I think that's a really good angle. If you, you want to wait and see where the times end up slotting. But keep in mind, to begin with, Seattle has to be a late game next week. San Las Vegas has to be a late be. game. San Francisco, Denver. Denver. Uh, th- so you already have four games four. that are locked into late windows. That means there's only three that could be that have wiggle room to be put into that late window. Again, still don't know what the Saturday, two Saturday games are right. and what the Sunday night game is. But as you were laying out earlier, Jeff, you have a pretty good idea of, of at least what the three uh, primetime games are that we can kind of eliminate from the Sunday equation. Look, if Baltimore wins tonight, I feel pretty confident in the single window games. Now, Buffalo and New England is the tricky one, but I would feel pretty confident in the AFC South game being one of the, being the early game Saturday. Green Bay Detroit would be the late game sa- Saturday night to me because that's not that result if Detroit wins. Then Seattle was playing hard anyway to win anyway against the Rams to me. So if Detroit wins, then obviously Seattle's playing to get in. So I don't think that impacts it. And then the AFC North title game, if Baltimore wins tonight, doesn't matter what Cincinnati does tomorrow. They're they're playing for the AFC North next week. But look, Ben, just eyeballing this, the only games that I am certain are going early next week are the games with with no meaning. That's Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, uh, the uh, and that's actually basically it. And Indian Houston. Other than that, all bets are fully off. I expect Minnesota and yeah. Cincinnati and Chicago to go early. I expect Pittsburgh and Cleveland to go early. But who knows? I they will. The way it will work is you're looking at seven. You're looking at eight games max late. That's what you're looking at, Ben. So we'll see. We'll see what the schedule is. But I do think. I do think that Minnesota scheduling angle is important because if they play early and San Francisco plays late, Minnesota is going to try to win that game against Chicago and play their guys all the way through. Yeah, that is interesting. And as far as the NFC side for next week, we know it's three teams for one spot. If the Packers beat the Lions, they're in to the seventh seed. If the Lions win, they would need the Seahawks to lose to the Rams. Seahawks right now, six and a half point look ahead favorite in the market against the Rams. Uh, Danny, what do you think about the early movement already up to Packers minus four or four and a half from a look ahead of Packers minus three in that Lions spot uh, there for week 18? Yeah, again, it makes sense. It's predictable. And that's the side you kind of want to lean with there. I know you can look at teams to play spoiler and uh, I don't know. I mean, well, it's not spoiler here, obviously with them going head to head, but 
I don't know, guys. I, I think the issue here with the story of Detroit is their defense is just so bad, like statistically so bad. The fact the Panthers were able to get over 500 yards of offense, it opens up the gates to showing you how you can beat them. If Matt LaFleur is smart, what he should have done in the first game, Ben, as you very well know this and myself, because I bet the props, but it didn't work. You got to hand the ball off. Get Aaron Jones going early and often. Same with A.J. Dillon. Your defense is playing the best it's played all year. Let them take care of the rest. Then you can win the game. If I know they're running it, I think they'll win it. But you got to get that guaranteed from the floor. You, that is not uh, not a rock solid uh, guarantee. And again, as far as Sunday night, going to likely close. We're about a half hour from kickoff. Pick them or Ravens minus one in the market. Pre-game total of 35 or 35 and a half. I apologize to you in advance, Jeff, with your uh, your hatred and uh, just overall Pittsburgh's winning, guys. bewilderment at Pittsburgh. I do like Pittsburgh. Have him in a teaser. Have him in the contest as well. Nothing for Danny Prefop. We'll see how it all plays out. Uh, Jeff Parles, Danny Burke, great job as always. Happy New Year to you, gentlemen. We're off and rolling in the year 2023. And up next, it's the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard take you through all the action in Week 17 as we say so long from Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.